0: Our countdown to Christmas continues here on The Country, final week on air for 2023 and you're going to love the next story from our next contributor. His name is John Elliott along with his wife Susie. They farm Lamamore Station, 5,200 hectares in the Maniototo, in a place called The Styx. Now, John, you wear so many hats. You've become a good friend of the country. Now, we want to talk about your distillery. Now, can you go back a couple of generations to your grandfather?
1: Yes, good afternoon, Jamie. Uh, Yes, my grandfather came back from the First World War after three and a half years and um, one of the lucky ones to survive and purchased the home home farm. Actually, in 1928, he purchased the home farm, Roeddy. And uh, whilst Grandad was out mustering, there's a 9,000-acre block, and whilst he's out mustering, one could have been any time of the year, probably more likely an autumn muster, he got caught out in a snowstorm and uh, gained a bit of shelter in a little uh, rocky outcrop. Whilst he was um, sheltering from the snowstorm, he, he came across a little copper still hidden away in a, in a crevice. So he didn't think too much of it at the time. And when my father got back from boarding school, uh, he mentioned to my father about this copper still, so my father was a pretty fastidious mushra horse rider, farmer, and had a fairly thorough look out there, and we still haven't found that elusive copper still, but we have found a little hut hidden away very, very reclusively on the dark side of a gully. So, uh, so that's um, sort of something a little bit illicit there, only a couple of miles from the Dunstan Trail, which went through in about 1860, 1861 through the through the valley here, the first road into the interior, of into Central Otago. So we thought we. would Pick up the ball and run with it about 100 plus years later and and go with it so that's been been very very good and um yeah we've just been uh, boxing on ever since about 2016 we made a start distilling whiskey uh, the shearers quarters that were in the footprint of the distillery uh, it unfortunately burnt down so we mulled a bit of timber and um got that uh, distillery built and we've been going yeah, going ever since, and Susie's been turned to hand to the gin making, and it's been exceptional.
0: Yeah, and people might remember, you were on Country Calendar, what was it, uh, about a year or so ago, and you're quite a destination for tourists and visitors.
1: Yeah, we are quite a destination, Jamie. It's um, been very good. We've had several thousand visitors through, been just wonderful people, great way to, to meet people, and they've all been very complimentary. And uh, just a just a great, very refreshing being a farmer stu- stuck out in the sticks. Of course, the sticks is Styx. It's a uh, colloquial name for um, the Pyral Valley, and uh, yeah, because of the Styx Creek at the bottom of the valley. So. Yeah, very, very refreshing, and uh, it's good good to see plenty of visitors.
0: You're a very entrepreneurial sort of man. You've got your fingers in a number of pies. I haven't got time to go through them all, but interestingly, of, of your three farming properties, I think two of them are organic, and your whiskey and your gin is made from organic grain.
1: That's right, Jamie. We're actually um, probably New Zealand's largest organic grain farmers. We're traditionally sheep and beef farmers, and we've got a, a little deer farm down the road. We're down there velveting stags this afternoon. However, uh, we do several thousand tonne of grain, certified organic, and we'd we'll be the only distillery in the world that actually grows organic grain and takes it right through to the bottling stage. So that's a little bit unique. And um, yeah, so a good story to tell.
0: Anyone who knows your neck of the country, and, and the Mania Toto is one of my absolute favourite areas, would know that it re- can be reasonably harsh. Very hot in the summer, very cold in the winter, often very dry as well. Does that land lend itself well to organic farming?
1: Uh, it does, Jamie. It does where we live. It's very short-growing season. We've do a we got a, plenty of mechanical machinery and there's a lot of um, agricultural work a bit over... About 12, 1500 acres a year gets uh, worked up, and there's um, so a lot of extra mechanical work, cultivation, and um, apart from the good barley growing area and or grain growing area, we're also um, are very good for maturing the whiskey. That extreme climate, the hot and cold in one day, is really really good for the whiskey maturation.
0: So you make the whiskey, Susie makes the gin. Is that how it works?
1: Yeah, Susie does help with the whiskey, and she does a lot of the bottling and labelling, that's quite a, um, a time-consuming job. But I predominantly do the whiskey, and she does all the gin herself. So um, she doesn't really tell me how she does it, so uh, I don't really ask her. But, no, she's she's pretty fussy on that department.
0: And the and the gin is called uh, Gin and Bear It, yes. and I guess that's a reflection on life as a farmer. Well, life as a sheep farmer these days, it's not easy.
1: Yes, Grin and Bear It and, and Gin and Bear It. So there's a couple of little... Uh, Uh, reasons for that name which I probably won't say on air but uh, it was um, all good fun, it's just a good fun, something to have a bit of enlightening our farming days with and and a bit of a refreshing occupation rather than than, um, some of the mundane farming jobs you can have in the winter time so it's it's quite refreshing to get amongst it and meet some lovely people.
0: Yeah I reckon making whisky or gin would probably be more fun than dagging sheep.
1: Yeah, a little bit, Jamie, yeah, definitely.
0: John Elliott, along with your wife uh, Susie, you are our Countdown to Christmas contributor today from Lammermoor Distillery. Now, we've got a great prize. What you need to do is go to our Facebook page and uh, comment because we have a $1,200 decanter set and two glasses and a bottle of your absolute finest and believe you me go and have a look at the decanter it's got to be worth 1200 bucks itself and I think John was it made in England
1: yes made by A.E. Williams in England and uh, a pewter in lead crystal so uh, very expensive very expensive to import them unfortunately but uh, yes yeah, a very quality product and we like to put a, a good single malt whiskey in there to um, yeah, for people to enjoy
0: what a great prize John Elliott thank you very much for your time great to chat
1: Thanks, thanks, Jamie. You and have a good Christmas. We very will.
0: Good. Thank you very much, there, John.